How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. Yet another week of fights, Quill. Yeah. Another week. A mishmash. Yes. You know? Yes. Wasn't just everybody. The UFC going on. Welcome to Story of the Fight. My name is Romero. That is Will. How you doing, Will? Doing good, man. Good. We have doing a lot good. to talk still, about. Still a little, still a little bare in this in this room. Sorry, but for the, the echo is like still. almost all gone. That's good because that sucks. But also, uh, <laughs> I'm in the process. Literally, if you go in my living room, it's uh, I got a, a half of shelves put together. Couldn't finish it in time. But hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, neither was my bookcase. <laughs> But it'll be back right. there next time. <laughs> so uh, for anybody first tuning in, this is Story of the Fight, where we cover everything fights. Like today, for example, we're going to be covering a little bit boxing. Right? A little, a little bit. bit. A little <laughs> bit. We're going to be covering uh, UFC Fight Night, uh, what is it, Las Vegas 45? 45. 45, a lot to talk about. And if for any reason you like listening to us jokers talk about fights, you can follow us on Spotify, Breaker Podcast, Radio Public, or what is it, Radio Pocket, something. I don't know. Apple yeah. Podcasts. You know, pretty everywhere. Much anywhere where podcasts are found. Like <laughs> everywhere. everywhere. For real. And then social <laughs> yeah. media? Yeah, it's at Story of the Fight on Instagram and Twitter. Otherwise, we're here on YouTube. Uh, we have a group chat called Story of the Fight Chat on Facebook. And that's where we're at. I'm trying to think of the last time I used the Story of the Fight Chat. It's I know the last time I used it. Never. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, well, we can go ahead and get started, Will, because there's a lot. Oh, hey, by the way. There's a lot. Got to give a shout out to Rich, Rich, our producer in the background. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't see him, but he's doing a lot of work back there. But thank you, Rich. Thank yeah, you, we Rich. had a, uh, we can start off with what, Jake Paul? We'll start with that. Get Rich that out Star of the way. Woodley. Get celebrity out of the way. Boxing. <laughs> celebrity boxing. <laughs> well, uh, I, I wouldn't say so much celebrity boxing. The fight before that, oh my God. I don't know if you actually had an opportunity to see the Frank Gore versus uh, Darren Williams fight. Uh, yeah, Rich actually, being a basketball guy, I'm sure he would have appreciated watching Darren Williams, but <laughs> it was it was rough. It was rough. But yes, yeah, we had Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul. What were your initial thoughts, Will? Going into it or reactions? Maybe reactions. Oh, you know what? Both. Both. So going into it, I was like, whatever, Tyron Woodley, get your money. Things change, though. Opinions of it has changed. Uh, probably shouldn't have done that. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, I'll be honest. I watched the first one when it happened and, uh, this is how much it left an imprint in my mind. I get home. We had a dinner, right? With my family and Sam, he's up here for, for Christmas. He's on leave. Right. And oh, Sam's in town. Yeah. Cause of Christmas. Right. So he's, he's, uh, on leave or whatever. Right. Nice. Shout out get to back. Sam. This was already over. So I didn't watch it live. So I was like, all right, yeah, let's find it. So I find it online start watching it i was like damn this fight sucks it's not good like t- again woodley just not throwing anything fight ends in decision and we're like oh weird I th- I, and then sam was like I, that's weird i don't get the memes because then we see like the memes right of of what happened uh turns out we rewatched the first fight uh <laughs> i swear to god we rewatched the first what? one and that's how much it left an imprint in my mind that Wait, I rewatched it and had so no you, idea. Time out. You wanted to watch Woodley versus Paul 2, but you accidentally yeah, yeah, yeah. ended up watching 
Woodley versus Paul won. Yeah, and I was like, damn, this fight sucks again. And it turns out it was just the same fight. <laughs> and then we went back and, and found the real yeah, one. No, Woodley the rocked one. him, had him up against the ropes again. <laughs> same result. Are you kidding like, me right now? I swear to God, dude. I wish that I was joking. We watched the first one. I mean, the, it left a zero impression on me. So nothing was nothing was recognizable in that fight. Okay, but did you go? <laughs> Jesus. Did so yeah, I ended up watch watching it? the new one. Yeah, the second one. You yeah. did. You did a marathon. It was like a Jake Paul marathon. Yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> so that being said, the knockout is spectacular. Credit where credits due. That knockout is one of the best of the year. It's yes. fucking insane. Yes, and. I, I said it before on uh, the previous uh, you know time that we covered Woodley versus Paul one uh, and you might uh, be able to say this since uh, you just rewatched it again will <laughs> but you could tell that Paul, Jake Paul's putting in the work oh yeah the thing is his offense is looking pretty damn good it I'll is. give him that it is the defense the cardio the footwork not so much but the offense is there it he's is. got he's got scary offense. But the thing is that he's actually putting in the work. Yeah. He's putting in the work. He's he's sparring. You have people talking about the fact that when they spar Jake Paul, that he actually puts up a fight, that he's legit. Uh, yeah. He tried to book a fight with Tommy Fury. That didn't work out. And I, I'm willing to put money down to say that Tommy Fury, there's nothing wrong with Tommy Fury, but that uh, there's a risk of Tommy Fury actually losing against well, Jake Paul. And, that part's true. And the Fury family doesn't want that to happen right now. I don't think so. I think I think that part's true. There's a chance he would have lost. Tommy's not the best boxer in the world. But I think there's a big chance. But I do think he had an injury. And I do think he got had a chest infection. Man, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. I you wouldn't know, either. Just but like, I, hey, got to yeah. pull out of this fight because uh, things ain't looking too good. And probably yeah. after... You know, he saw what happened to Woodley. He was like, <laughs> chest infection's still there. Yeah. Can't do anything. Not going to be able yeah. to fight anytime soon. And one of the things that's been frustrating me is there's a lot of people saying that this was staged, that this yeah, was fake. People are ridiculous, man. All you have to do is watch it a couple times over. Jake Paul went to the body a couple times. Hey, we know Woodley has sensitive ribs. Faints. He drops his hands. He goes he the for real this him. time, and he drops his hands, thinking he's going back to the body. It's literally people are saying he did it twice. Faint. He did the yeah. faint twice, and both well, times Woodley reacted and brought his left down. Yeah, both times. Yeah, and guess what? He capitalized. Yeah, people think it's rigged because of the double faint. They think that was like the signal, like all right, and I'm gonna land on you now. It's like, oh dude, my god, you think forty year old Tyron Woodley wouldn't rather? beat him and get a trilogy and make another quick million dollars. Hell no. He's not throwing this fight. Come on. Yeah. And then there was somebody else online that was talking about, you know, uh, that he's seen Woodley take harder shots in the octagon. So there's no way that that knocked him out. Look, that was a clean shot straight to the dome. Stupidest argument ever, dude. I've seen people get dropped by a jab and then go through a five round war after, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Hey, (laughs) When he actually starts opening up a little bit more, like he did against Who? Vicente Luque, Woodley, oh, well, yeah. mm-hmm. he got caught. Yeah, It's not happens. the first time that Woodley's gotten caught. No. Well, because he's fallen in love with that overhand right so much to the point where when he throws it, the left hand's down. You know, it, It's like you people can't take this power, so he's not ready for the return. 
this was different, right? It wasn't like he got countered. He just bit the feint too hard three times in a row. The third time, it wasn't a feint. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it was him. set up beautifully. He deked him. Well, that's all I got. Yeah, it I don't was know depressing. What I, yeah, it was pretty sad to watch that happen. Hate, and then at the yeah. end, you know, where he goes and gives uh, Jake Paul a hug, and Jake Paul gives him some recognition and says, hey, he's a legend. I, I shouldn't take anything away from what he did in, in MMA. I think they um, secretly really like each other. I think so, too. Did you see I the video of him getting the watch? No. Oh, do you need to watch that? It's so funny. But I think they do like each other. Yeah? Yeah. Jake Paul gives him a watch. And he's a Rolex, like, right? I heard about it, but I didn't yeah, see the video. It's a Christmas present. And he's like, he's like, what the fuck is this? He thinks it's a joke, right? And, he, and he's like, no, you got to open it right now. And Ariel's like, oh, I don't know what to do because I am... This isn't my nor- job normally. And uh, <laughs> he opens it and he's just like, whoa. And he like looks around. And he's like, this dude's crazy. And he like pulls it out and like opens it up. And he's just like, God damn. And he's just like, I accept. I accept your gift. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Dude, I got to watch this. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I got to watch this. All right, I'll look it up. Uh, but now uh, we'll see who Jake Paul schedules for himself next. Uh, yeah. Woodley still stays a free agent. I don't think that we're going to have a bunch of people knocking on his door trying to get him into their organization. No. Not even no. Eagle FC right now, you know? No. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's unfortunate because it's uh, – it shouldn't be, but the reality that we live in with the public, it, it is embarrassing. It's embarrassing, you know? It shouldn't yeah. be. He went out there, he boxed, you know? He's not a boxer. It's, he's, a, he's 40 years old. He took it on short notice. I'm not making excuses, right? Jake landed the shot that he landed. He's, I mean, he's training. He's legit training. Um, but people will see this as UFC champion knocked out cold by YouTuber. That's what people will see it as. Unfortunate, unfortunate. And I think that yeah. one of the worst parts too is that when he faced and it, all you see is his uh, his dude wipes. Yeah, dude wipes. Yeah, that's all you see. Yeah. I'm like, ah oh, man. I think a dude wipes posted something afterwards too. They're like, yeah, check out, <laughs> check out our ad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. All right, but we also had UFC Vegas 45 going on. A much the, better card. Yes, yes. Who thought? <laughs> we did not have Frank Gore in this or any other retired <laughs> yeah. NBA players. Or retired UFC fighters. Yeah, we had Derek Lewis, uh, Derek Lewis versus Chris <laughs> Dacus on the main event. Yeah. Classic Derek Lewis, by the way. Yeah, I watched this one with Sam, and when they're doing the, the face-off, I was like, shit, Derek Lewis is the underdog? I wish I knew that because I think when we first talked about this, we talked about how Dawkins is really good and very good offensively, but he gets hit a lot. And you can't get hit a lot to fight that way against someone like Derek Lewis because all it takes is one. So I thought I had Lewis by knockout all the way, and I saw him as the underdog, and I was like, fuck, I wish You're I like, knew that going into this card. place a bet on my bookie so that they don't accept it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, I would have put a parlay together whatever but i did it and i saved some money because i probably would have lost on other other picks but it's just classic lewis the way that he keeps his yeah. right hand cocked back slowly stalking slowly stalking uh until he wasn't slowly stalking jesus yes. christ when he blitzed him and he had him up oh against my the cage, God. that was scary man there there's a shot nice time God, Rich. Damn. but his yeah, legs he straight go killed out. Him. oh yeah he killed him oh yeah uh but you're right it all it takes is one shot it takes one from him. Uh, unfortunately, for Dacus, 
uh, he wasn't just throwing one at a time. This was, it, it's been, it's rare to see Derek Lewis have that crazy killer instinct and just go for broke like that. It's been a long time since he's done that. Um, probably out of fear of gassing, but God damn, I hope this gave him some confidence in that because I don't think very many p- people can take a Derek Lewis swarm, you know? No, not very many people at all. And the fight that I wish, it's weird because I wish that Lewis versus Nganu would happen yeah. again. But then I think like, man, I, that's the fight that never happened that I wish would happen, but it did happen, but it didn't yeah. at the same Derek time because they just didn't. Derek Lewis has a win over the champ. That? Oh, wow. If Dude, if, if Francis if Francis gets through Cyril Gaon, why not? Go Derek Lewis again. Fuck it. Right? I don't know what John Jones is doing. I'd like to see it. I think the I think Lewis versus Ngannou would be very different than the first time they fought. All right, so I mean, in heavyweight, like you said, we have uh, Cyril Gaon that's going to go up against Ngannou, right? Yeah. Um, you still have Stipe in the mix. Mm-hmm. What do you do with Stipe? Do you do a Stipe John versus Jones. Derek Lewis now? <laughs> you know, I don't uh, want to see Derek think, Lewis versus Curtis Blades. I think if Stipe is really waiting, I think Stipe probably fights the loser of. Cyril Gaon versus Francis. I think that's the right move. He shouldn't get a title shot, in my opinion. Um, and John Jones, I don't think they're going to give him anything other than a title shot. So if 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 Cyril Gaon beats um, Francis, I don't know what the hell happens. But if Francis beats Cyril Gaon, John Jones versus Francis is probably going to happen. And then I would say you go Stipe versus Cyril Gaon. Ooh, that, who knows? That, that'd or be a good matchup too. If if Cyril Gaon beats Francis, they'll probably do a rematch just because it's the UFC and they probably would like to have Francis as a champ. Um, but I would love to see Stipe versus Francis, not for the title. Okay. Yeah. Because they're I mean, one and one. Hopefully, uh, we get to see uh, Chris Dawkins back here soon. He's been a fun fighter to watch. Was it kind of surprising that they interviewed him? I was kind of surprised that they interviewed him. The dude was out cold. He, like he, lights it off. Was, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I did not expect. And then when they interviewed him, he was like totally coherent. And I was like, whoa, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he was more coherent than Bisping was. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, that was – Bisping had a, quite the night. Yeah, quite the night. Dude. Yeah, quite the night. Yeah, quite the night. All right, anything else on the main event? Um, do you think Dacus was rushed to the top? You know, he was seven going into this, fighting Derek Lewis at number three. I was three. thinking that. I was thinking that when I was watching this last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do you do with Dawkins? I mean, you, you could have gone a little bit slower and seen if we could have gone a, a Rosenstruck. I, I was thinking you'd go him versus Volkov. I thought that was That would have been a good matchup, too. Uh, it, I mean, even versus Kurt, Curtis Blades. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I so, think, yeah, a I little think, rushed. Uh, yeah, a little rushed. I don't know what you do with him now. Maybe someone like Tom Aspinall or Tai Tuivasa just came off a win. I would love to see that fight. Dawkins versus Tuivasa. That's what you do. Because Tuivasa needs to go up, right? He's ranked 11. Yep. Um, he's got to go up. I feel like we know what we have between one and six. With Cyril Gaon, Stipe, Derek Lewis, Curtis Blades, Alexander Volkov, Jarzinho Rosenstruck. I feel like we know yeah. what we have there. Maybe it's just the UFC. Like, what do we really have with Chris Dawkins? Like, what yeah. can we expect from this guy right now? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Marcin Tibura here pretty soon against a Volkov. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they're probably trying to mix up that top six and stir it up a little bit if possible. Yeah. Because it's been those same six that I just named off right now for quite some for time, with the exception of Cyril Gaon, right? Yeah. He's still fairly new. Yeah. Quick ascension. 
but yeah, with everybody sense. else, it, it, they, they've been there for quite some time already. So they're probably trying to mix it up. And Create don't forget spark. that they're all about to get bumped one when John Jones figures out his thing. He's got the plea deal, you know, so all charges dropped. So of course, yeah, I think you're the one that's that me still undefeated, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still undefeated, John Jones, man. All right. Uh, before that, we had Bilal Muhammad versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Another tear has fallen for Will. Man, this was tough because in the same night that Woodley gets knocked out cold, like these guys had crazy fights against each other. I think we watched the first one together, right? At your house. I think so. And it was, I called the draw, right? At the end, I was like, I think it's a draw. And it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Uh, they got it right. And it was such a crazy fight that, that both of their fights were crazy. I know looking back, people don't really rewatch them that often, but live, those fights were insanity. I Watching just those remember live pins and needles. Yeah, it was crazy. And then, fuck, this, this onslaught that Wonderboy like, survived in the end of those, in both fights. Do you remember the, the guillotine he was caught in? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. I was like, oh, it's done. I just remember thinking, yeah. it's done. It's done. And yeah. he gets out of it. And he but, got out uh, of it. So seeing both of them clearly on the decline like this is tough. But I mean, that's what happens, right? I do remember from Stephen Thompson is just the uh, great takedown defense too. Yeah, it's just not quite there anymore. And Bilal Muhammad, I mean, perfect timing. Uh, you see yeah. the shot of him straight picking him up. And this was beautiful, by the way, because this is when he picks mm -hmm. him up. And as he's putting him back down, yeah, kind of lands on him. his feet. No, he kind of mm -hmm. lands on his feet. And then he oh. he uh, ankle picks like as soon oh, as yeah, he lands. yeah. yeah. It was beautiful, man. And yep. just relentless pressure from Bilal Muhammad. Relentless, man. Yeah, and people are giving him shit, right? They're saying like, oh, it's a boring fight. When's the last exciting Bilal Muhammad win? All this stuff. I don't think you beat Wonderboy and look good. The only person who's ever looked good beating Wonderboy was Pettis with the, with the once-in-a-lifetime Superman punch knockout. But up until that, was getting picked apart. Like, if you beat Wonderboy, it is a long, drawn-out, control fight. Because otherwise... He's one of the best strikers in the UFC. You're not going to beat him in an exciting way. It's just not going to happen. So I don't really... I don't discredit Bilal for this at all. You know, some people are are kind of shitting on him a little bit for his performance, but I don't think so. Yeah, and... Uh, you, you could argue it could have been style first. That's just When he style, had his back. Man. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was tough. Uh, Wonderboy wasn't... Really doing much. Could have stopped that fight. People would have he's, been upset. But I think he's just going to be one of those fighters where we just have to appreciate him for what he is. You know, Wonder he's going to be one of the no, um, oh, Bilal Muhammad, where mm -hmm. he's just going to grind him out, grind him out, grind yeah. him out. It's going to be a long, grueling fight, more than likely. Mm -hmm. uh, he's just going to out cardio. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> just going to out, out cardio his opponent and just mm -hmm. keep on breaking him slowly. Yeah, and I'm okay I, uh, with it. I appreciate it. I mean, yeah, you got you have to beat it. This is this was on Wonderboy to stop those takedowns, not on Bilal to to uh, finish him, right? Um, what did you think of the the crowd <laughs> with Felder? Did you watch it with commentary? Is this when they uh, yelled USA? They're chanting USA, and Felder's like some idiots. He's like someone in the crowd is chanting to USA, but I don't think they realize Bilal Muhammad is literally from Chicago. <laughs> He's Bunch like of idiots. Idiot. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty that funny. Was great, that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, not much to say about the fight. No, it's a bummer. Changing the guard, right? Wonderboy. I think this kind of solidifies that Wonderboy is probably not making a title run. 
No, I think that I think this is it. That's the very yeah. first thing I thought of last night when he lost. Is just yeah. Well, that that was it because we continue talking like maybe Wonder Boy, maybe Wonder Boy is that one style they'll be able to get. Kamaru yeah. Usman, not going to happen. In his prime, happen. maybe, but not at this point. Well, it happens to we everybody. Hope. Will it happens to? Isn't everybody. it weird that we hope that? Even though I'm a huge Usman fan, I think I just once someone starts to get so dominant and look so goddamn good, I start hoping to see what's going to beat them. That's what I'm more excited about. You know what I mean? What's well, me like, like uh, with uh, Amanda Nunes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big Nunes fan. I think she's yeah. the best female fighter of all time. But I was mm-hmm. excited to see Pena yeah. uh, pull this one off because, I don't know, I, I, I respect when champions take on different challenges yep. and push themselves. And you know what? You continue finding the best. Somebody's going to have some type it's of style. Happen. Yeah, and it's gonna happen, and I respect that so much, man. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah, of thought, just kind of like cherry picking your fight, so you retire undefeated. Yeah, like when uh, when Anderson had his reign, I loved him. He was fantastic. How could you not like him, right? But then every single fight, I was hoping he was gonna lose because I just wanted to see who's gonna figure this out. But it doesn't mean so. Like with Wonder Boy, I was hoping maybe that's the puzzle that's gonna beat Usman. But that's no knock against Usman. I still am a big fan. You know, of course, yeah. So when he watches this, just know Usman, we're big fans. Yeah, we just let <laughs> just let us see you get challenged. All right, uh, before that, we had Amanda Lemos versus Angela Hill. This is where my tear dropped. What a fight! Yes, what a fight, it was, dude! It was Holy an amazing smokes. fight. Yeah, this so was Angela insane, Hill man. falls to thirteen and eleven. Thirteen Tough and eleven, go, man. but that that front kick. Oh, nasty! Oh my god! I nasty. thought it was over. Dude, Angela Hills is a little scrappy, though. This was Herzog, right? Uh, was it? I think it was Herzog. Fantastic job not stopping that fight because you could have you could have stopped that. Probably. Tayoni would have stopped that, you know? But because she lands the front kick, she starts wobbling, right? Does the whole stanky leg, right? Kevin Lee, Barbosa, all that stuff. Falls back and gets ripped, and she's getting pounded. And then, but while she's getting lit up, she's actively finding her guard again ends up securing her guard and and uh i think most refs would have stopped that fight and i'm so glad they didn't because i thought she won the next two rounds i thought so too yeah i thought so too when they called 29 28 hill and then mm-hmm. 30 27 <laughs> yeah and i was like what <laughs> is fuck? going on here who said well, shit? yeah and then when see. he said 29 28 and i was like okay two judges saw it the same way i did great yeah for Lemos, I was like, what the? Dude. Yeah. Come on. Uh, I... Douglas Crosby, 3027, Lemos. Go ahead. Hey, Douglas, lose my number. <laughs> How about that? You know? Dude, we should start a new segment. Lose my number at <laughs> yeah. right that. They just yeah. see like calling you on your people. pissed off about. <laughs> yeah, just lose my number. Uh, it sucks, but... man, because how many split decision losses has, has Angela Hill had yeah, now? That's exactly that, what I was about to say. That she's, she should have won. I think she is. Probably the best, close to five hundred fighter on the roster. Yeah, yeah. I mean thirteen yeah. eleven, not pretty, mm-hmm. right? No. Thirteen eleven is not pretty. Um, but she's just got so much potential, man. She's got all the skill mm-hmm. in the world. She's extremely tough. Uh, when I was going through and making my picks uh, last night for the card, I had picked Angela Hill because I thought, okay, this is the most experienced person. Lemos is going to end up fighting. Yeah. She's like I said, she's extremely scrappy, very experienced. 
and she'll be able to pull this one off. And Lamos had that first round dump, which I mean, she she should have. Dude, she put out a lot of energy there. She was very close yeah, to finishing the fight. That was gnarly. But then it, I I was like, okay, here we go. Angela Hill survived. Lamos threw a lot of power shots. She looks more tired now. You could definitely see it in the second round. Yeah, I, I didn't take a look at the cards. Well, was it the third round that they gave to uh, Lamos? Um, on the split, who yeah. like who twenty nine twenty eight? Uh, first and third. Yep. Because uh, it was closer. This, the third round was closer, yeah. but still, I, I thought that Angela Hill had pulled it off. And maybe I'm just being biased because I love Angela Hill. Uh, I, I was rooting for uh, Lamos, and I thought Angela Hill, I thought she took it. She impressed me in the fight enough for me to be like, damn, I'm kind of rooting for her now. And um, the knockdown was massive. It was early in the round. I'm not arguing she should have lost that round. That was a clear round for her, right? But... What's remarkable to me is it didn't take getting to the second round for Angela to start mounting her her momentum. After she she recovered from getting destroyed, for the rest of that round she won. If yeah. you if you clipped it right after she got dropped and, and the ground and pound and you cut it right there and started watching the next two and a half minutes, you'd be like, yeah, Angela Hill took that round. You'd have no idea that she got annihilated right before that. She bounced back so fast. I was super impressed. I mean, I, dude, you already know how I feel about Angela Hill. I'm so bummed out about this one. Yeah, it was and tough, now, It was tough. She was ranked uh, 12th going in. I don't think she can go down from that. I don't think she should lose stock. I don't know what Dana said or how he thought about it, but I don't think her stock should be dropped at all. Because you look at the, the girls that are below her. Jessica Payne, Birna no. Janjirova. Dude, I'm a big Janjiroa fan, though. I know. Maybe you do oh, that fight if she doesn't have one lined up. Maybe you do that fight. That's a good one. That'd be fun. Hey, how about Brianna Van Buren in the top 15 out of Gilroy? All right. What? Yeah. There we go. Representing Gilas, huh? Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. That's tight. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a very exciting fight. I think I'm it was more to exciting see. than the uh, last two for sure. I mean, it was fun. It was fight of the night. Yeah, one for a reason, right? Right for a good reason, absolutely. Okay, before that, we had Ricky Simone versus Hafal Asunsau. I love Simone, yeah, he's so sick. No, just his style, man. The dude is like the tenacity is crazy, man. He's vicious, he's on a four fight win streak. How about that? He does have one of the best mullets in the game, though. Wasn't he ranked when he went up against Uriah Faber? Yeah, and and everyone was like, probably shouldn't shouldn't be fighting Ricky Simone for Uriah. And then Uriah knocked him out in the first round. I was like, oh, never mind. Then he lost. <laughs> was that his first loss? In the UFC, I think that was his first loss. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then, whoa, he, I forgot he has a win over Marab. That's impressive. That's a win that ages well, right? Guillotine him. Yeah. Guillotine him in the third round. But uh, yeah, he, he lost to Uriah, got knocked out in the first, then lost a decision to Rob Font. And has since won th- uh, four in a row now. And Rob Font, no slouch. Yeah, I, mean, I think this is his, his first. Uh, right? I think this is his first knockout in the UFC. This one. Yeah, that's what they said yesterday. That's what they said last night. His first knockout in the UFC, and against a tough opponent too, man. Yeah, this, but a very tough opponent. But I think this is the sign now that um, a Sun South. It, it's uh, it's time. I think. So was it passing of the guard night? It kind of was, man. Oh. And then Derek Lewis said, hold my guard. <laughs> but, but up until that, kind of. He said, kinda. hold my cup. 
Yeah, literally. <laughs> I can't, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> that's right. We didn't. I mean, not much to talk about other than the fact that he took the cup out of his shorts and tossed it, and a fan grabbed it and held yeah. on to it. Kept yeah. it. Interesting. Yeah. It's a move. Uh, <laughs> it's but a I think move. it's Sun since I was in the top 15 still, he's at 12. Uh, I think this is time that he probably drops out of it. And I don't know what's next for him because, I mean, dude's 39 years old in the in the bantamweight division. That's stacked. That's very impressive to to last that long in the top in the top 10 even. Um, but I mean, he hasn't been losing to nobody's right. His last four, he's got four losses. But it's Ricky Simone, Cody Garbrandt, Sanhagen, Morice. I mean. Yeah. All tough customers, you know, but that's that's four in a row now, and you're 39 years old. Yeah, I don't know what to do with Santos because I, I don't I don't think he falls out of the top 15. Uh, I don't. I think he does. Bantamweight's too stacked, man. It's just too stacked, and I think he's kind of losing his spot as a benchmark. You know, it used to be if you can get past Sunsau, really legit. Now it's, it's off to like, the races. Yeah. But now it's, I don't know, Ricky Simone knocking you out, and it's his first knockout. That sucks. If they want to continue with the slow ascension for Sean O'Malley, why not Rafael Asensio then? Well, it's funny you say that because Simone called out O'Malley. O'Malley called out Simone. They offered the fight. Sean signed it. Simone said he can't make 135. He backed out of it. Do you remember that? Really? Yeah. And then he calls him out after this fight, and it's like, dude, you had this fight on the table and you turned it down because you, and you said you couldn't make 135. And then here we are fighting a sunset at 135. Wow. It was short notice. I think it was, it was remember when Mutino uh, stepped in, who was he supposed oh, to fight okay. when, he was, when he fought uh, uh, Mutino? I don't know. Do you remember? No. Um, shit. Keep talking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it was, um, fuck. There was like a few people. Brian Kelleher was in the mix uh, to fight O'Malley on short notice. Um, oh, he was supposed to fight Luis Smoka. Smoka pulls oh, okay. out, and they're like talking about maybe uh, Kelleher and then Simone. Simone calls him out publicly. He's like, "I'll take the fight, all this shit." And then O'Malley's like, "Fuck yeah, let's do the Simone fight." And then he was like, "Actually, I can't make 135." And I was like, "Oh, JK. you just, you just wanted to you just wanted to capitalize on this, look tough, yeah. and say you'll take the fight, and then." fizzles out chris motino steps in and we all know what happened after that but yeah maybe that's the fight to make now maybe big step up for o'malley very big step up in my opinion but fuck it let's do it why not all right before that we have matus gamrock (laughs) versus diego fajeda what a fight i loved this fight gamrock is so well-rounded he really is he's so well-rounded I was very impressed, uh, you know, and I thought to myself, okay, if he takes Fajeda down to the ground, if they start grappling, it's going to be a tough night for for Gamrot. Yeah, right, because you so think much. Fajeda, it's like, I mean, the dude, the the first round of, of Fajeda versus uh, Gregor Gillespie was pure insanity, and I feel like Gamrot saw that and was like, oh, he gassed, and that's what, he like that crazy chain grappling back and forth, scrambling the whole round, he gassed. Uh, I can do that and break them too. And he tried and it was fucking crazy because both of them were just sweeping each other, chaining takedown. It was crazy. These guys were all over the place. I loved it. Mixed Great martial matchup. arts. You know what I mean? Great matchup. And then uh, the ending, mm-hmm. right? Herzog, great job. Uh, 
because he was in communication with Fajeda. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened to the rib. Did you see the post-fight press conference? Well, so I didn't watch the post-fight press conference, but the commentary team kept saying like, oh man, I'm sure Gamron doesn't want to win like that, but but I mean, a win's a win, all this stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? He straight broke his rib with a knee. That's I would love to win like that. That's a TKO. great win. That's yeah. a TKO right there. It wasn't uh, some freak... They were playing it off like it was a freak accident, like for, like a, like he popped his rib out in, in a grappling exchange or something. Hell no, dude! It was that knee right to the right to the kidney, dude. He it was he, a perfect shot, basically a verbal tap. It was gnarly. Yep, I don't know. He tried to he tried to stop it. Herzog tried to stop oh, it. Yeah, yeah. And then Gamron's like, no, 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 not until I yeah, feel you tap. Neck. Yeah, <laughs> dude, face, poor guy. I know. He's it like, was what tough. the hell, dude? Yeah, but man, Fajeda, I feel bad for him because his uh you look at his twenty twenty one and his 0 and three and it's like fuck man. I mean the dude goes into goes into twenty twenty or come, comes into this year, hasn't lost since twenty fifteen, and it was against Dustin Poirier. So it's like guy's got a good role going along. All of a sudden this year goes 0 and three against Benil Darius, Gregor Gillespie, and now Gamron. Tough yeah, run. Tough opponents so. though. Yeah, that's a very, tough year, man. I mean, Daryush. Yeah, what, what is he ranked like number three or something like that now? I think he's ranked third. Yeah, Gillespie. I mean, Gamera's and, and one of the best fights of the year, fighter too. So, uh, yeah. tough year, we'll man. See. I, I don't think he gets cut or anything like that. I hope not, because all three of those fights were fantastic too. The Benil fight was a split decision. Was it? Yeah, and like, and and the. The uh, Gillespie fight was just a war of attrition, and he happened to be on the wrong side of it. This one, dude, take a nasty knee to the kidney. There's no shame, you know. There's a little bit of a delay in that too, because he gets yeah. need, then he kind of like, like tries to go back for the, and then he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, if, <laughs> like I, I wonder if he fucked anymore. up his rib, and then he, when he did reach back to try to block the next one, that twist made him really feel the damage that was done, and was like, oh, I'm done. I yeah, do and good for him, man. Yeah. Being like, hey, Props. live to fight another day. Yeah. Live seriously. to fight another day. All right. Yeah. Let's see here. Before that, we had uh, Cup Swanson versus Darren Elkins. Vintage Cup. Vintage Cup Swanson. Yep. And you know? vintage Darren Elkins, too. I know. Vintage and vintage Herb Dean too. with the stutter step before stopping <laughs> a fight. Dude is so unsure of himself lately. It's There's crazy. a reason that he has a tattoo that says the damage. Yeah. On his chest, right? Because yeah, he inflicts seriously. a lot of damage. He also absorbs a lot of damage. Yeah. And what a perfect shot by Cub Swanson. I mean, look, Which this, one? this is a shot. Look, Darren Elkins, <laughs> this yeah. is the problem, right? Look at how much mm -hmm. he extends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's still a good inch or two away. He and Cub's too fast. himself open. Cubs too fast. He's gonna take advantage of that, you know. Yep. And one of the best things about this fight, honestly, one, I, I'm a big Cub Swanson fan too. He's been been watching him for a while. Uh, but then the family shot at the end, oh, you know, no, where the dude. kids are kids, in there, yeah. you know, his wife's in there, his coaches are in there, and it was just an awesome shot to see. He looks so happy because remember he's gone through some tough times, man, with the injuries and stuff like that. So, oh, dude, I mean, you look at his run, dude. It's from 2017, he loses to Ortega, loses to Edgar, loses to Moicano, loses to Burgos, gets a win against Crone, tears his knee uh, in a grappling contest against Jake Shields, comes oh, back, right. comes, back yeah. comes back, comes back exactly one year later from where he tore his knee, 
and then takes out Daniel Pineda in a vicious fight. That was awesome. And then he loses to Chikaze, which is no slouch, right? But fucking, it's a tough loss when you lose to Chikaze because it's going to probably hurt. And then he comes back here and wins. So it's been a tough go lately. Was but... it a kick to the uh, body? I think it was a With body Giga, kick. Right? Yeah. Look, there's a shot I was telling you about. Look yeah, fantastic. I mean, yeah. Just he looks like a fantastic guy. So, and he always like, when he I saw that, so I was wholesome, so man. Pumped. He right? seems so wholesome, and to see him have one of these type of types of performances, like you only get a few of them, and this was like, this this was like uh, Anderson Silva versus Chris Lieben, where it's like an elusive guy versus a very tough guy, and the elusive guy just fucking dodges everything and picks his shots and is just can't miss power on everything he's throwing. Fucking slick, man. So slick. Wasn't he training with uh, TJ Dillashaw for a while too? Uh, Cub, I think he was for a bit. Or yeah, or Elkins, def- Elkins definitely was, but um, but yeah, Elkins was for a bit. Yeah, I think Elkins uh, spent some time with Alpha Male, did he not? Yes, yes, he did. I think it was around the time when TJ was still there. If I had to guess, I mean, he's out of Sandy or Sacramento, so um, I think they both did eventually, or at some point. But Cub, well, man, no, I, I think, love. Him. Uh, I think uh, Cub was training with TJ when oh, TJ it was, was post, already like in LA. It was post I think. Uh, Alpha Male. Yeah, it was uh, Southern California training. Yeah, but Elkins, I think, was well before back in the day. For sure. All right, next one. Great win though by Cub Swanson. Oh, love fantastic one. We had a uh, Gerald Mearshart versus Dustin Stoltzfus. Stoltzfus. <laughs> Mearshart is just refusing to go away. <laughs> He is. He is. <laughs> so you have the the rough loss uh, when he gets knocked out, right? Yeah, to Hamzat. To Hamzat uh, Shimaev. And then he goes on a little bit of a streak. Yeah, man. He's got three in a row, right? <laughs> three in a row. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, <laughs> if you take a look at his losses, Eric Anders, Ian Heinish, Hamza Shimaev. So it's not like he's... Not bad. Yeah. The, prob- the problem is... Uh... The problem is, in these wins, he's getting tested hard. <laughs> he's showing signs that he's getting like he's getting picked apart a little bit, getting rocked. But then you look at the end game, and with at the end of the day, that's all that matters: three finishes in a row. You know, with, very impressive. Mearshart sometimes, like yesterday, he was in a few decent positions to try to defend. Like, uh, I mean, he was down on his back, right? But he's trying to defend the ground and pound. Then he goes for a leg lock, and the position he puts himself in is just like wide open for some bombs. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, classic uh, Mirashar, right? Um, <laughs> but he just keep, continues grinding, refines his opening. Man. He had some slick transitions, though. Dude, he his always does. Where he, it almost looked like he was about to shrimp out, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he puts Stoltzfus in uh, an armbar. Stoltzfus yeah. very good though, defends it and walks around outside of it. Uh, but I was like, man, Mearshart's like sneaky off his back. Yeah, he dude, he's good. It's just he's he's uh he's hittable. That's the problem, right? Like he he gets hit a decent amount, uh, more than feet. most. Yeah, but the dude is tough as nails. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, it's three submissions in a row. Thirty-four and fourteen. Been doing this for a while, huh? Yeah, got some experience. <laughs> got some experience. Well, props to Mearshart no, three in a row. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, right? He knows that uh, 
that even when the going gets tough, that's not his limit, you know? Like, he's getting pieced up and rocked, and he, if, as long as he's still conscious, he's still got a chance, and he knows that about himself. You only get that when you have that experience, you know? Yep. As long as it's not Hamzat, that's uh, laying down the, the hammer. He's fine. Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> that was a very tough one. All right. <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, we also had a first in the UFC. A first. Mr. Justin Taffa. Oh, we also didn't mention that Derek Lewis, man, Derek Lewis throws a cup out, becomes the man with the, the most knockouts in UFC history. We missed a lot on that fight. I think I was still just sad about Woodley. But uh, yeah, Tafa setting a new record or precedent, I guess. First heavyweight in the UFC to ever miss weight. Yeah. Remarkable. And you know, and I see him in the octagon and I'm like, man, I've seen bigger heavyweights than that. Every so, time. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was just like, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, look at him there. He seems like he's kind of just like, fuck it. That's <laughs> <laughs> just how he lives life, man, you know? What's crazy, I, I think um, people have missed weight before in heavyweight and then made it within the hour, right? Like Greg Hardy missed weight and then got the extra hour, makes weight. Tafa shows up at 267 and a half. Hour later, he walks back at 267. <laughs> <laughs> See, he, probably pound. Just, he probably just want to go take a piss or something. And he's like, all right, I should be good, guys. <laughs> Should yeah. be good. Yeah, wow. it was a long one. <laughs> uh, he possessed so much power. Holy shit, man! So and much. Hunsucker's power. tough. Hunsucker's yep. tough. We've seen him go through back and forth battles at heavyweight, which shows that you're tough, right? Because if you're not, you're just gonna get dropped. Dude broke through his guard with the high kick. He blocked it perfectly with both arms, and it's still straight. It just dropped him. That was massive power. That kick. Impressive. Look at that. I mean, look at that. He had both arms up. And just so I mean, it hits him like what right on the wrist, yeah, probably the worst spot to get hit, right? If you're blocking, not direct contact, so he probably just slammed his his hand into (laughs) his forehead. It was nasty, it it was nasty, it was nasty. Also, Uh, shout out to the camera crew. Um, I always thought the best line of thinking for camera crews for fights is to switch to whoever has the angle that would make it look more like Street Fighter, right? Where it's like both of them. Side by side, like yeah, you know, like a like a fight. I don't know game. what that angle is called, but I know Rich would probably know it. Um, yeah, whatever the Street Fighter angle is. But instead, they're like, "Oh, he's got him in the cage. Uh, let's just keep it on the camera that's so close to the back of Hunsucker's head that we can't even see the high kick land." <laughs> like, yeah. why do we keep the camera on him when they like that? But uh, now with Tafa, he's not ranked, right? I don't think so. I don't think. He, I mean, he's on five and three. Man, still young in the sport then at five Very and three. Young. Very young. And uh, who did he call out? Was it Felipe? Oh, did he? I missed it. Um, at this I'm point, I wasn't sure. watching the commentary. I'm pretty sure he said That's that he wanted fight, to get uh, that one back because it was a split yeah. decision that he lost to Carlos Felipe. It was very close. It was a fun fight. Yeah. And uh, he said he wanted to get it back, but that'd be a very fun one to watch. Yeah, I'd be into that. All right. I don't know what Felipe's going to do. Where's he at? He uh, he just lost to Arlovsky. Um Maybe. Yeah, fuck it. Right? Why not? If I'm Felipe, I'm like, no, though. I want to keep trying to rise to the rankings. But they're both com- he's coming off a loss, so maybe he he should. Hey, but for us in entertainment, let's do it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right, we're going to be having a couple <laughs> fights. We'll go over uh, Jordan Levitt versus Matt Sales. Yeah, and the reason we're skipping, I mean, the Gatto-Eubanks fight, right? She gets her with the body kick. Pretty awesome. Um, we just have to kind of save time, but um that was cool uh jordan looked really good against andre yule um, he sure did 
I, I was really excited for that fight. And yeah, he looked good. I'm, I'm excited for Charles Dude, I'm Jordan. I'm still very high on Charles Jordan, by the way. I know that Me he too. went through a little rough patch there, but he his, his striking is elite. Yeah, I mean, he, damn, man. He beat my boy, but I'm okay with Jordan winning because it makes that loss look better for Rojo. But uh, when, when they when they signed that fight, Rojo versus Jordan, I was like, this is his UFC debut. They're giving him Jordan. What the fuck? Um, but, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, we'll skip all the way to Levitt versus Matt Sales. Uh, Lev is weird, man. <laughs> He's a very interesting fella. Yeah. Very interesting fella. I mean, here's a celebration at the end. It's all right? squeezed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it came out like that, but he's uh, doing the splits. High hand, almost like a cheerleader move. Like, he like does it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But good for him, man. He's an interesting fella. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> he's definitely somebody that stands out in the UFC. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, he's slick on the ground. I was going to say he's very crafty. Dude, the stuff that he was doing, the transitions he was doing, uh, now the inverted very triangle, high level. The inverted yeah. triangle. When he, when I was watching, I was like, "Man, it doesn't really look like it's sunken in." And then he tapped. Oh, it was in. Okay, I, I got to go through and rewatch. T- it. It, it doesn't have to be as tight as like a regular triangle because, uh, like the part, the pressure that you're putting on one side of the neck is almost at a, it's at a different angle. And like if you feel the uh, like your knee, like the inside inside of your knee. There's yep. like two two gnarly tendons right on each side, kind of like going like this. And one when of those. When you said that, I started feeling the side of my knee right away. Did you feel it though? Yeah, those <laughs> tendons, dude. That's what that's what's on that neck there. And uh, so it, it doesn't have to be as tight with the arm on the other side. Mm. Uh, it's just that's nasty. It's tougher to get for sure. And, and the position he found himself in to get it, I don't know if he set it up or he just kind of he just happened in. into it. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if he set it up because he was he was trying all kinds of submissions that whole fight. Uh, Sales was having a tough time getting him off of him. <laughs> hey, hey, Jordan Levitt, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I was the first time I saw him fight was the slam, the Matt Wyman slam, and mm. I was like, "Ooh, this is someone to watch out for." Stand up needs some work, but on the ground, he's as dangerous as they come. What uh, weight class is he in again? Lightweight. Tough division, maybe the toughest division. If you uh, go on this page on Tapology, it's just a picture of him that's about to uh, land an armbar, and he's just like staring at the camera while he's doing it. Have you seen? That? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hilarious, dude. Hilar- Again, <laughs> interesting fella, but I'm a fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm a big fan. That's all I got. Uh, what were the uh, bonuses, Will? Uh, bonuses: Lamos versus Angela Hill got fifty thousand for well the deserved. fight of the night. Uh, Cub Swanson gets a performance bonus, well deserved, and so does Gatto. Probably nice. Dana's way of saying thank you for taking Eubanks out. She missed weight again. Thank you for just de- decimating her to the body over and over and over again until she quit. Um, <sighs> good stuff. Good um, stuff. Moment of yeah. silence. Moment of silence. It was supposed to be Nina Nunez versus Lamos. Uh, that would have been a fun fight. Uh, Stolzfist was supposed to be fighting Anthony Hernandez. Um, also a fun fight. Um, if you feel for Stolfish, right? You take a final short notice and you end up losing, but it is what it is. Uh, Pennington was supposed to be fighting Julia Avila. Um, could have been a, a better fight. Um, Trevin Jones was supposed to fight uh, mm. Barcelos. Would have been awesome, but Jones had to pull out. So they put in Victor Henry. And they cancel it like a day before the event. 
Uh, but that's it. We didn't really lose out too many crazy fights on this one. This card was actually pretty damn good. Sweet. Yeah, it was a fun card. Rich, yeah. do we have any news? I think we do. We sure do. This is uh, Ramiro's man. Uh, what is this guy's name? Chael, Chael Sonnen. <laughs> so my sources at TMZ tell me that he's incited for battery. Five counts. Five. Count of five. Did you know about One, this one? One, two, three, four, five. Uh, <laughs> I knew about it. Uh, they didn't arrest him. Uh, they, or they didn't. They they detained him or whatever, right? They didn't actually arrest him. So I don't think it goes on his record. And they ended up not charging with anything. I don't know what the hell happened. He was supposed to fight Frank Gore. They offered him Frank Gore. And he could have got paid to fight. Instead, he fought some nobody at a hotel and didn't get paid <laughs> on the same night. You talking about um, Jared Williams? No, Cho was supposed to fight Frank yeah, but Gore you said, first. You said Frank, oh, okay, got it, got it. Well, yeah, I just wanted to I mean, add this little tidbit. Darren Williams immediately retired after that fight that happened yeah, the other day. And he yeah, said, hey, I've done my time. I'm going to leave it to the professionals now. I'm going to sit my happy ass down at home. So he knew. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He's one and <laughs> done for sure. One yeah, and done. For sure. And I hope it was one and done for Frank Gore as well. <laughs> yeah, but same. hey, Chael Sonnen, the thing that we have to remember is that Chael Sonnen is from the streets. Yeah. Okay? He's from the hardcore streets of Westland, Oregon, <laughs> where he had to watch people jaywalk. He had to watch yeah. people throw trash and litter on the ground and not even pick it up Tough afterwards. Up uh, I think on one of his videos, he said that his neighborhood was so poor that his neighbors were twins and they had to share a Mercedes. They couldn't yeah. afford two. So yeah. <laughs> dude, you can't take him out the streets, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to hear what happened here because it seems like it's just like, there was an altercation with some guy, right? Uh, I don't know what happened. Five times? Just normally a very level-headed. Five times? <laughs> yeah, but there's five counts, but I don't know how it's five five counts because if you read the article, it's literally he just had an altercation with one guy. Mm. So Maybe I don't know a bunch of people were count. flying in trying to stop it, and he was just like... Five witnesses? Yeah. Like, that's yeah, a count. Yeah. That's a count. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, but did you see John Jones start posting stuff about this right away? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he was stoked. So annoying. Yeah. So annoying where he's like, ah, I'm not going to swoop down to your level. Uh, so I'm not going to say anything. All I'm going to yeah. say is, you know, that person hasn't sinned, cast for a stone. And, yeah. and I'm like, dude, you're saying something. Like you're talking yeah. shit in a way. It's a godly man. Without... It's like, dude, didn't you just take a plea deal on beating your wife up in front of her kids? <laughs> oh, God. That Come guy, on. I can't stand him. Can't yeah. stand him. But yeah, Chael Sonnen from the streets. We all knew this. American gangster. Yeah. Still the original American gangster. Yeah. It's all good. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if dude was talking shit, you know? Talk shit, get hit. <laughs> hey, that's very true. Dude, people see fighters and try to test them. That's something that happens all day, every day. Almost and every time they go into public, someone tries to, like, test them. When you're not you know? behind a keyboard. Yeah. You know, and you think like, or you forget that you're not behind a keyboard and you say the same shit in front of a fighter that you would say behind a keyboard, right? Yeah. With your Cheeto fingers yeah. and they hear you. Guess what's going to happen, dude? Also, these guys, especially from Chael's era and, and before, these aren't guys that like were like athletes through a program and became like baseball players or basketball players. Like these guys are like, oh, we didn't really have any other options. So we turned to fighting for we a living. We were good at fighting. So we yeah. thought, why not get paid for it, right? It's like, oh yeah, when I started, I was making four grand a fight in the UFC. Not like on some bar. Like it was not, <laughs> these guys aren't like celebrities. I wish celebrities. I could see the, the altercation though. 
I know. Because I could picture him being like, I can't let you get close. Like, yeah. anyway, <laughs> with well, that's so surprising. He, it, the fact that he didn't even engage in the brawl with Vanderlei, it makes me think, like, what the hell happened here for him to fight some random? Something must have gone Something down. must have went down, yeah. And yeah, that's BJ what happens. Penn, I believe it when it's BJ Penn in the Exactly. Tennis. That's what I was going to say. Like, that's what happens when you have a personality and a and a persona and you're a respectful guy, as crazy as it is, but Chell Sun is so respected, you get the benefit of the doubt in these types of situations. Other Absolutely. people, not quite the same. Absolutely. All right, Rich, what yeah. else we got? I'm told that Francis Ngannou is off his PED cycle and has lost muscle <laughs> ahead of the fight with Cyril Gaon. Is this true, Will? I don't think he's off his cycle. I think he's still probably on PEDs, but he's definitely uh, he's losing muscle mass quick. I think he's probably doing a lot more cardio. Uh, also, I think the way that he's standing in the picture, the, the one on the left clearly is like post like heavy lifting session. You know, and like very much framed to look as big as possible. The one on the right looks like he just got done doing 10 rounds of wrestling and he's been doing a ton of cardio for a camp and standing like that. He's not flexing his stomach. So I think his arms look smaller in the photo because of the pose and things. His he's traps, clearly way, he's clearly way smaller. His shoulders. But, but his I think angle, Will, he's way smaller. What are you talking about? I mean, he's definitely smaller, but I do think the way he's standing makes it look it's it's even more exaggerated or like exemplified, but uh, I I wouldn't I think he's probably still on steroids, but I do think that he's uh, doing way yeah, more cardio and it's eating his, away at his muscles. His shoulders being higher, you know, lift the pecs up and not you know exactly. Forward. Thank you, Rich. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Although, man. although Will did sound like uh, that one picture with all the math behind him from it's always oh, from yeah. Philadelphia. That's how <laughs> Will sounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, seriously, but I mean, I, it's no surprise. Like he knows. He knows how Cyril fights. They've trained together for years. Uh, he's That's sparred with them for years. Point. That's a great point. He knows point. the work. He knows the work ethic. He knows the work rate. He's. I'm sure he's toning down. It's not like I mean he could tone down 20 percent of his muscle and still have more muscle than most of the guys on the roster. You know. He what also I mean? looks a lot older. I feel like. I I think this is probably post like five rounds of wrestling. He's probably mm-hmm. exhausted in this photo. Whereas the one on the left, he clearly just like lifted a bunch of weights and like posed for a photo, tried to look as massive as possible. The other one looks like he just went through hell. Dude, McGregor looks bigger than he does now. No, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) How crazy is though that he's in that kind of shape and still has like a straight up six pack. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, he's always looked like he is in phenomenal shape. Yeah. And I, I guess, I don't know, man, I see a big difference. I see no, there is. Different. I'm not saying. And I don't think it's just the the angle, and I don't think it's just the the way that he's flexing. Like I just feel like there's a lot less mass in general. No, there's definitely less mass. I'm just saying that it looks even more because of the way he's standing. I mean, he's probably lost. Like you should do the Nate Diaz pose where he's like the the kangaroo pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he'd probably look a lot smaller than two. I mean, if you just look at his forearms, it's like a different person. That's the biggest yeah. difference is the forearms for sure. Well, I mean, he's still fit. Don't get me wrong. Just different yeah. Ngannou. Yeah. And I wonder, I'd like to see what his cardio is going to be like. Ah, that's what, uh, dude, stop taking the words out of my mouth, huh? But yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder how good his cardio is going to be against uh, Cyril Gaon. You know, and Cyril Gaon's movement is fantastic. I've said it. He moves like a middleweight. Yeah. And he's a heavyweight. But how much is this going to help Francis Ngannou going into that fight? Here's the thing. This is the way I see it. 
Francis has the equalizer, so everything I say could be pointless because all he has to do is land one. But if he's trying to reinvent himself, lose a bunch of car- lose a bunch of weight, do pure cardio, try to last five rounds with Cyril, he's not gonna beat him in a five round kickboxing fight. It's not gonna happen. Skill wise, he's definitely he's not there. The way Francis beats Cyril is by knocking him out. So if he tries to reinvent himself and kickbox with him for five rounds, it's not gonna happen. It's gonna be a long night. Yeah. It, and and the the tough part for Francis is on the flip side, if he fights him the way he fights everybody else and just blitzes in and f- tries to just run straight through him, that's almost better for Cyril, right? Because Cyril can style on him in that way and outwork him and gas him out and all that stuff. But he has a better chance of beating Cyril, in my opinion, doing that than he does trying to kickbox him for five rounds. 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, Rich, do we have anything else? I think that was it for this week, wasn't it? Uh, that is it. All right. <laughs> Not very much news. We are coming up on an hour, though. Uh, mm. So did you have anything else? Well, what, what fights do we have next week? Next week, nothing. Uh, there's a New Year's Eve, Eve Rising card. Um, we probably won't cover it, but definitely watch it. It's going to be dope. Um, I think next weekend we're thinking about doing uh, the review of our predictions uh, of the year episode so at the beginning of the year we made predictions of who we think the current or who we think the champions are going to be in each division at the end of the year no more title fights this year uh so we can we can go back and recap all of those week after that i think we're going to do our story of the fight awards for best performances of the year in certain categories um yeah this very sought after sought after people are waiting awards all these other all these other organizations they're already doing it they've already done it and it's like what the fuck there's yeah. still fights. Yeah, why give not give Jordan, Derek Lewis and Dawkins an opportunity? Well, how about this? J- Jordan Levitt gets an inverted triangle, and that's not up for submission of the year. They already decided. I feel like that is in the running for submission of the year. I mean, he probably had the celebration of the year, too. Yeah. People and, are like, oh, he could win it next year. And it's like, who wants to pick the 2021 submission of the year in 2022? Not oh, us. So we wait. We wait we until do it the, the right end. way. We make sure all the fights are done. Everybody yeah. else can go fucking. <laughs> we do it the right way. Lose we my number. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. who can lose my number. All right. Everybody so, else. <laughs> uh, thank you, anybody that listened this week. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, we covered quite a bit. Everything from the uh, Jake Paul versus Woodley yeah. match. Tears I mean, started great. flowing. These, these are the last fights we'll, we'll cover for, for uh, the year. Hey, Will, it's been fun covering fights with you this year. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. It's been fun having Rich, you know, cover yeah. fights with us this year, too. Well, not cover fights. He's he, Who is this guy? It's Chael Sonnen. Hey, I've had one, and I'm covering. <laughs> and I'm covering. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you like our content, please like, subscribe. You can find us anywhere podcasts are found on YouTube. Hit that notification bell so no, whenever we go live, uh, you can join us live. Uh, you get notified, of course. But it goes a long way whenever you do. And you can find us on social media. Yeah, at Story of the Fight on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Facebook group chat, Story of the Fight chat. <laughs> if, maybe we yeah. just remove that. Do we end that? I, I, maybe we can just remove it. I don't know. Maybe that hey, ends with the... Rich, if you know the Facebook very well, maybe you can uh, help me figure it out a little bit later to see if there's a way we can get more activity on there. But <laughs> the Facebook. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to another week of Story of the Fight.
Is it just like grandparents on Facebook now, though? Nazis. <laughs>